This meeting is being recorded. Hello, this is Kimberly Evans and this is The Nourish Pod. And today we've got with us a lovely friend of mine called Mandy Frost, who is here and not sure if how many of you can see this, but I can see on her video, I can see that she is sitting in the most glorious sunny spot in the south of England. It is a little bit windy, hence a little bit of background noise, but it's making Mandy very happy. Hence, we are going with it because that is what this is all about. And remember, my podcast is very, very much unedited. This is just me having a chat with my friend about what makes her happy. And we're hoping that you can glean some kind of tips to take away with you to implement in your life. So hi, Mandy. Lovely to have you here. Hello. Awesome. And well, actually, tell us what you can see, actually, in front of you. I can say what I can see, but what can you see in front of you? Okay. Um, uh, talking about background noise, I've just spotted a tractor in the distance. So <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> apologies if it gets any closer. Um, so I am, so my son goes to forest school on a Wednesday. Um, and a few minutes drive from the forest school is this lovely little um, pick your own farm. And they have a cafe where they bake all of their bakery goods every morning. Um, and there's lots of picnic benches out here. So you can just come out here and enjoy the sunshine in the middle of the countryside. It's oh, lovely. It's wonderful. And I'm so now just kind of I'm pretending I'm not in my office a hundred odd miles away. I'm pretending now that I'm sitting opposite the coffee table with you with a giant brew in my hand and a nice big chunk of cake. And we're just having this conversation face to face in person because that would be awesome. And I want to be there with you. <laughs> with our shoes off and our feet in the grass, just oh, like yes. I am. Yes, please. So introduce yourself, Mandy. Tell everybody who you are. Okay, I am Mandy Frost and um, I um, a number of things. Uh, I'm a mother to a beautiful 11-year-old boy who I home educate. Um, I am a business owner. I run a business with my partner, Sean. We're called The Design Pros and we are... Um, we were tr we've, we've been for four years trying to figure out how we would describe who we, what we do and who we help. And we're getting closer and closer. And our current iteration is digital empowerment coach, because I think we we are technically very skilled, um, but our passion really is empowering women to be able to do these things for themselves. Yes. Um, so that's so that's what we do. What was uh, so it was uh, mum to a he kid. Uh, Oh, yes. And I'm also neurodiverse, hence the reason I just lost the thread of what I was talking about. <laughs> so I um, I live with ADHD, autism, dyslexia, auditory processing disorder, and probably some other things that I haven't discovered yet. <laughs> it's a wonderful path of discovery. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> and that's what makes Mandy so awesome. Because she, and, and I do agree with the empowerment thing, actually. I really love that new title that you've given yourself because so I met Mandy years ago I think I was working out it was probably six years ago on a digital community on Facebook about um that was bringing together entrepreneurs and 
together i have everything you read when you're reading my long form stuff on on facebook on linkedin on twitter whenever wherever you see it on my blogs everything that i've learned about writing mandy has taught me so when you have captured yourself in one of my stories that's you've got mandy to think about that i've honed my craft through mandy and sean and mandy have helped me write my websites and you really do empower me to be able to do it myself i love learning from you guys i love learning and then being able to go and do it myself so spot on with that i think Wonderful. And I'm really pleased that you kind of explained about the neurodiversity because that's sometimes a little bit, it, it makes you really hone into your happiness and nourishment and really work out. You've got to put yourself first. You've got to think about what works for you and what doesn't work for you and empower yourself, my dear Mandy, empower yourself to say that's yeah, not working for me anymore. I think that, I think with that, it's important to, um, to, like learn about yourself and who you are authentically, because I think for, especially for a lot of women, and I know a lot of, a lot of women around my age are starting to um, discover these things about themselves because, you know, when we were at school, girls just didn't, yeah. you know, they just didn't get, it was all the, the like excitable boys yeah. that were discovered to have ADHD and other things, but girls were just girls girls deal with it in a different way they mask and they kind of keep it within until later in life they have their menopause or whatever it is that triggers mm. it um and uh they start to see these things about themselves so i think everybody goes through this period of like growing and you get to your 40s and 50s and you you know you want to discover more about yourself become more authentic mm. and that's what's important about the neurodiversity things is that if you are neurodiverse that you embrace it and learn to live with it and be open about it because it's it's no fun masking no if you're masking you're living your whole life as a lie um, and people will accept you for who you are in all your little unique ways yeah absolutely. near the airport too <laughs> <laughs> And, and you're, someone's you're, enjoying the weather it's a little oh, too seedy <laughs> <laughs> the plane goes over and absolutely right because we're all made completely differently and life is wonderful with all the differences in it that's that's a really important thing to, to say isn't it so what do you do then to make yourself happy what do you do to make you happy uh well um it's a it's an interesting time in my life right now because it's not just about the neurodiversity but I'm also um, I think in the middle of menopause I don't mm -hmm. I don't know for sure you know these these things you have to figure out yourself on, on the whole um, I am I have just started therapy uh, after realizing around Christmas time that my mental health was suffering um, so really, I think to answer that question, what what makes me happy right now, having been not very happy for a long time, is uh, is that I am taking control of the situation, mm -hmm. and I hope that the therapy is going to make me happy. Yeah, <laughs> or at least get me on the road there. Yes. Yeah, good point. And I think that was an important thing to remember that it's now. This is what isn't now. It doesn't mean that this is forever. It wasn't that necessarily it's been like this forever past. It's just you are dealing with what is 
what is here and what is now and doing things that make you happy here and now and I think exactly. we, we sometimes think that happiness needs to be long term and you you kind of lock yourself into doing something this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life and this is always going to make me happy and then when it doesn't make you happy anymore you feel a bit feel extra sad because something's not there anymore but actually just deal, live more with the here and the now and the fact mm. that it's a beautiful sunny day so you're out with your feet in the grass at a lovely cafe that's what's making you happy absolutely right now so do it and enjoy it yes for for sure and actually my therapist uh my homework is to uh spend time doing something that nourishes my soul um and she wouldn't let me leave the session until i'd booked it in my diary so uh yeah so i took myself off for a swim by myself uh for an hour without explanation to anybody, without worrying about what else I had to get done that day. I booked it in and I went and I spent an hour, just sat on the beach, had a swim. Um, and it was lovely and it did make me feel happy. It did make me feel better. So I will continue to do that, take that time each week, even if it's just an hour a week to go and do sit in the trees or, you know, I've got a hammock and I like to put it up and just, sit in the trees for a while so I'll do that or I'll go for a swim and I'll do it by myself and I'll do it for myself yeah oh that's brilliant so tell me a bit more about the swimming is this in the sea in the sea yes wonderful yes so um it has to be the right temperature outside otherwise yeah. I won't get in the sea <laughs> and luckily this week the temperatures have risen um I live you know a five minute drive to the beach at Bournemouth um, so no excuses at all. And I saw on Facebook that my memories from last year were like poking at me saying, you were already in the sea this time last year. <laughs> so um, so I did it. I ripped that Band-Aid off and I jumped in the sea. Wonderful. Um, and it was amazing. Do you amazing. do it with a wetsuit or are you going full bravery nope. without? Full bravery. <gasps> yeah, no, wet, no wetsuits here. I carry enough padding <laughs> to keep me warm. So, yeah oh wonderful and do you do that on your own or do you do it with other people or like in a community because I know there are those kind of like open swimming communities around yeah well there is um I did this one on my own there are um we have uh, the home ed community here is full of beach swimmers so um that's that will start soon spending our days on the beach um but there is uh, there is a swimming group that my friend goes to three or four times a week she has emmy and she is finding it really beneficial yeah the cold water swimming right so she's been trying to get me to go with her and the group is called the blue tits <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant <laughs> and they go several times a week it's a big group of women i think um all ages, all shapes and sizes, all round the year. So I just need to find that window of time when it works um, and go and join the blue tits. Yeah. And I think the more you do it as well, that when you actually put it in your diary, I mean, full credit to your therapist, absolutely right. When you put it in your diary and you diarise it, then it happens, yeah. doesn't it? If you don't, and it's absolutely. really empowering to think that, yes, this is me. I'm diarising my own time here because I'm important um and then and I think as well when you do you can do it on your own lovely but when you do it with people I think it builds in that accountability so when I swim on a Tuesday night with my synchro if I don't go this many times on a Tuesday evening I just think oh, I just really just want to flop in front of the tv I do not want to go and get in the pool but my teammates need me there otherwise 
And next mm. week they're going to have, I'm going to have to, they're going to have to work harder teaching me the stuff that I missed. And yeah. And then I feel bad because they couldn't do certain things if I'm not there. So it does help going with other people. I do need to kind yeah. of, I need to embrace the whole coldness thing though, because I'm not good with cold water. So when our, when our pool is even slightly cold <laughs> or the showers <laughs> are cold afterwards, I'm such a wimp and I will not get in. It takes me a good 10 minutes to get in the pool when it's cold. And I do think at that time, Kimberly, if it was a, if it was a, you know, if it was the sea, people would be running into this, embracing it. People pay good money. Well, don't pay good money for it because you do it for free. But they love this. And I'm like, I can't get in. I think it's, yeah, it's a bit different, though, when you go to the pool. I'm the same about the pool. It's hard to get into a cold pool. It's hard to get out of a cold pool and into a cold shower. Yeah. I think um, with the beach, as long as the sun's out, it's, it's the whole experience, isn't it? It's the whole sensory mm. experience of being on the beach and the yes. waves and the, it's yeah. energizing and it's fun and you can hear little little voices screaming and running around. And um, yeah, it's a totally different experience, I think. Yeah, not yeah, it's completely different to us being in a manky showers when it's freezing cold. And we all said last week, this is not good for our well-being at all. Our good for our well-being <laughs> is soaking in a long hot bath. And we all thought we were going to give ourselves backache from the right, you know, when you're trying to not let it touch your body, but just get just wash your hair off. We thought we were yeah. all going to have bad backs afterwards. We were such wimps. It was awful. <laughs> you know, I, I talking about cold water therapy um i watched something last night about cold water and there's some science that backs the idea that um putting your face into a bowl of icy cold water Mm. um for you know however long every day builds up your uh resilience in cold water body wise so you can actually train yourself to prepare for full body immersion by just so you get like a bowl you put some you put some water in then you freeze it and then each morning you take it out and top it up with cold water let the water come to cold temperature dunk your whole face in and that has the same impact as the full body wow. immersion so when you eventually get in the sea you actually top tip. you're okay with it yeah because sometimes i think people like the idea of that i love the idea of going and getting in the you know doing open water swimming but it's a hassle you know i don't live five minutes from the beach um or if i go and do it at the lake there's a lake that does it nearby which is beautiful but they want you to do like a induction and all of that kind of stuff and it's going there and it it just seems and am I going to enjoy it when I get there is it going to be too cold but actually doing that that's something everyone can do at home everyone can fit a bowl of water in their freezer everyone can you know do that and then get the get the same kind of therapy you don't have to have a fancy ice bath like Joe Wicks to be able to to do it exactly yeah Hmm, interesting awesome all right talking about little things are there any little things throughout the day what little tiny little things make you happy maybe Um, things you've got in your house or things little things that you do yeah um coffee makes me happy yep nice um it's a strange thing about caffeine that if you have um an adhd brain I don't know if this is for everybody. For me, there's something about the caffeine that kind of balances me out. Yep. And I remember many moons ago when I used to drink fizz sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and everybody used to rave about fizz sticks and I was drinking them like I was drinking squash and they were having it felt like no impact on me and other people were like bouncing off the walls on them oh I can't get going until I've had my fizz stick and I'm like what is it why does it not and then uh, later I found out I have ADHD and now I know that the caffeine can actually almost act like a bit of a leveler yeah almost like a relaxant to the ADHD brain so um so yeah, if I find myself like getting a bit worked up with the things that I've got to do, I get really stressed about time. Um, I, it's probably the thing that um, gets me worked up the most about being on time to places, mm. not having enough time to do things. Um, it's It really stresses me out. So if I find myself getting like that, I'll have a coffee and the caffeine and the just that little ritual of making the coffee on the stove yeah. with the Italian pot and the frothing of the milk and Lovely. just making it really nice. I think that whole process and then the caffeine in my system just relaxes me, gets me back in the moment, chills me out. Um, so yeah, coffee, coffee for me is one of my, one of my little that's a big thing as well isn't it yeah not a little thing but it's a big thing and having something your favorite drink in your favorite mug is just oh Mm -hmm. that really comforts the soul doesn't it and just i'm gonna sit down with my favorite mug i always have the same mug i'm very mug um i'm a bit of a a mug snob i think you'd call me i don't know i like to have my, my mugs all need to match in my kitchen or they need to be really beautiful they don't you know i don't just use any old mug type of thing i like to craft my drinks around my mugs type of thing yes and my bottles um totally with you on that okay yeah excellent idea um, and we are going to have to stop soon because we need to keep this short. We're going to have to come back for part two, I think. I think we've got so much more to say. But let's just do a little bit of kind of resilience then. So what kind of things knock you off kilter in the day? And have you got strategies that you already put in place? And I know this is like a work in progress for you with all the things that you're discovering about yourself. But what have you found really kind of easily knocks you off kilter? And can you bring it back afterwards? Yeah, I think um, probably the biggest thing is being interrupted. Um, And it could be as simple as someone saying, do you want a cup of tea? Yeah. And then that could take me 20 minutes to get back into what I was doing. Yeah. Um, So for that, if I know that I have things to do that are important and I need to focus for for a length of time, I will take myself away somewhere. So yeah. I'll go and book a book a desk in the library, um, and I'll put my um, I listen to I listen to Colombian music, not yeah. Colombian, Cuban music. Yeah, that's that's what helps me focus because I don't I can't I don't understand the language. <laughs> that's a but it's idea. upbeat and it keeps me motivated. That's great. So I listen to Cuban music. I go to the library, so all distractions are out um and then i can and then i can work and get get projects done but yeah sometimes working from home you know because i have freddie there's all freddie's there all the time mostly um and my husband works weird shifts so sometimes he's working nights so during the day i have to keep freddie quiet or go out of the house you know so it's like i said before time is something that i that really stresses me out Mm. and it's really precious to me really really precious to me um 
And when people don't understand that, I find it really frustrating. Yeah. So I have to take control of that situation. I have to say, I'm not going to be in the house today. You guys fend for yourselves. I'm going to be out all day. And then mm -hmm. I'll just go. And like I'm going to work. Um, so, yeah, having strong boundaries is yeah. something that I am developing. Yeah. I think boundary that I think that can work for everybody. I think boundaries is something as a as a society we all need to work on. I do a lot of work in this in education with putting boundaries in, and I think because as a as a British society, I think we feel like we're being rude when we put boundaries down, and we mm -hmm. say I can't. Um, and yeah, if you really delve into boundaries, they'll say that you shouldn't ever have to justify a no is a complete sentence type thing. But actually, I think if you don't just say no, I think if you put those boundaries in place with an explanation, I think it helps you do it more because you're not apologizing for it. You're just stating a fact and people can't argue with that. I'm going out. I'm going to work. <laughs> and yeah. as women, I think we really need to do more of that because we Absolutely. wouldn't bat an eyelid if men did it and we wouldn't bat an eyelid if our kids did it. But as women, we try to take on too much, don't we? So if we put those boundaries in place and really protect our, our working environments, but also our happiness. Yes, I'm going swimming. I'll be back in an hour. That's it. Not <laughs> nothing else. Yes. No, I can't do it at that time because I put that time in that diary because I'm going to do something for myself. And yeah. that's what your therapist is trying to say, isn't it? That, you know, you need to put it in your diary and say, I'm not moving that for anybody. No, unless it's a, an, a you know, life or death emergency, that's happening <laughs> because Absolutely. you work better. You as a person are better when that happens. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. I think you're right about the boundaries thing. I think everybody, um, I think it can come through if you just say without, without an explanation, not an yeah. explanation, but just, um, yeah, a reason why a reason, that boundary yeah. is in place. Yeah. Not um, always, not always. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, especially as women, sometimes it's really important just to say no and not give an explanation because the no is, should be enough. Yeah. Um, but if it's, you know, your family and your colleagues and your friends and stuff like that, you know, it's just nice to explain. This is what works best for me. And if it doesn't work for me, then I'm a grumpy cow. So, <laughs> yes. And if you want if you want me to be nice, then, yeah, just let me go and do it. And everybody, the whole world will be better if you just let me go and do it. <laughs> or not let, or let me not do it, for instance, as well. Exactly, exactly. Wonderful. Okay, well, that's been brilliant. There are so many things I think people can take away from this. Enjoy a cup of coffee. Absolutely. Take your feet off and put them in the grass. Try cold water swimming if you're brave enough. Um, put some boundaries in place. Um, take the time and invest and delve into yourself as well. I think that's a powerful message to take away from this as well. As a woman, just delve into yourself. Don't be scared to delve into yourself. You never know what wonderful things you're going to find when you do delve a little bit deeper. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's uh, I'm I'm a I'm a different woman now than I was two years ago. Yeah. Um, 
and it's definitely it's given me definitely given me more confidence and I'm going in new directions that I probably would never have thought were possible yeah completely absolutely that's been wonderful thank you so much Mandy for joining us and I we're definitely going to have to do this again we will do part two when we get delve a little deeper and as we kind of me as a woman and you as a woman develop new things and discover new things as well then um, we can come back and talk about this bit some more but this has been wonderful thank you so much this has been Kimberly Evans with Mandy Frost on the Nourish Pod and I will see you again very soon thanks very much for listening bye-bye